bollocks. <coughs> nice. Right, let's do I this. You do have thing. the room. You do. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Unclassical. I used all my energy in that single word. <laughs> I was just sitting back, like forgot I had to contribute. Like, wow, she she is bringing it today. <laughs> like this is a one woman show now. I'll be telling you about Wuthering Heights. Everybody meet yeah. Heathcliff. Meet <laughs> Heathcliff. We're not sure about him. Or I'm not, I, I don't know what's going on. We are unclassical. Hi, guys. Hello, I'm Katie. And I am Marsha. And this week, Hello. season, session, episode. Time. It's, look, we're, we're in the time of like pre second lockdown, which is inevitable if our government isn't completely useless. Oh, I had a sad, anxious feeling of us looking back in the future of like, we're in the time of pre-second lockdown and us like, oh, sweet summer children, the world ended. The world ended. We're just there like ripping like the leg off a passing sheep, like it's all we have to eat, like bulging (laughs) muscles and everything. If you do that, will we have to eat dogs? I I will die before I eat a dog. Yeah. I don't think my mental health could take it. No. Anyway. Yeah, we're on classical. We hope we're still alive. <laughs> yeah, this is this is twenty twenty. Sorry, and Marsha likes that. Maybe it was an echo. Maybe it wasn't a. Bad, maybe it was a rumble of thunder. Oh, maybe in the background. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Anyway, last so week, week we were. Yeah, the, la- uh, last last week. This week. Last week. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Last episode, we were introduced to Wuthering Heights and Mr. Lockwood meeting his new landlord, Mr. Mm. Heathcliff, who says says it how it is. And it's like, yep. look, you came here unannounced and I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, please leave. And Mr. Lockwood like, but I believe there was a mention of why. I am rather parched. So Lockwood's <laughs> a prick, but yeah. not as much of a prick as um, Heathcliff. We met a ghost. That oh, was eventful. God. That was haunting. <laughs> I was telling Ross about that, my boyfriend, for uh, any new people here. Yeah. And um, obviously, like, usually I kind of, like, describe nice books, but, you know, they're problematic and da-da-da-da-da. And then I was like, and then he cut a fucking arm off in the glass <laughs> I was trying to. He was like, Jesus, fuck, where was this book written? <laughs> the thing is, like, I always found it disappointing when I read it because that scene is so overhyped. That's the scene everyone talks about. It's in the first <laughs> chapter, pretty uh... much. And it's like a paragraph. And I was like, I thought that was like a, cl- like a big climax or something. And yeah. It's just happening. No. Like, okay, moving on. All downhill from here. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> everyone just goes insane. Um, so anyway, yes. So we and um so now mr lockwood has returned home after his encounter with the ghost and his um um, and mr heathcliff Mm. and he's talking he's got a terrible chill and he's just worked out how there's multiple cathy's heathcliff linton's earnshaws and it's all very confusing yeah but um now we're talking to nelly who was the maid at wuthering heights when heathcliff and kathy senior um were children and she's and she's going to tell us basically her their life story. Yeah, yeah, because it's all like men setting up the narrative that and now a woman's going to take over. But he's like taking credit for it. Yeah, yeah, very interesting. Yeah. yeah, but Nelly yeah. is. But anyway, as well. we're settling in for story time, aren't we? We are. So um, Nelly starts to tell Mister Lockwood basically how. Oh, I'm just going to say, guys, in case we skimmed over that. If you haven't listened to the previous episode, at least listen to the last five minutes because there are some complicated characters' names, i.e. they've all got the same name. Kathy, yeah. 
is main Kathy. Her daughter is called Catherine, but we explained it all at the end of the last episode. Yeah. So go back. Just, just as a little recap. So well, now we've gone back in time to when Kathy Senior mm. is a child and Heathcliff are children. So their children don't exist at the moment. So yeah. there's only one Kathy at the moment. Mm-hmm. So yes. If you're ever confused and we accidentally call her Catherine or Miss or Kathy or whatever. There's only one at the moment until we say otherwise. <laughs> until we say otherwise. So hold on, guys. We'll be waiting. <laughs> we're, we're, we're waiting. So yeah, Nellie is, um, is telling her, telling Lockwood about um, Heathcliff and Kathy and basically um, how they grew up. So she had first started working as a servant at Wuthering Heights, um, where she worked for um, some for Mr. Earnshaw, who was Kathy's dad. Yes. Hindley Earnshaw is Kathy's older brother, and oh, yeah. she tells about how one morning Mr. Earnshaw Senior went out on a lovely walk of 60 miles. What? What? Did they measure miles differently? Because I don't know. 60 and re- miles? And then he returns like three days later and he's like, oh, I'll bring you guys back some presents. Like, I'm just off for a casual stroll slash hike. I can't get over that. That's like... What, best part of three marathons? Two and a bit he marathons? He doesn't live long after this, either. Oh, I wonder why! <laughs> he just comes back on, like, little nubs, like, I want my legs off! <laughs> 60 miles? Yes, yeah, it's, dis- it's disturbing. Where could, where could I get if I walked? I could get quite a distance if I walked 60 miles. You could. Actually, it's only to Guildford and back, isn't it? It's not interesting. Yeah, well, now we have cars. It's nothing, isn't it? Like, yeah. I could mm. do that journey in 20 minutes. In 20 minutes, three days. Well, it's actually quite impressive. <laughs> three days. Did he just sleep at the side of the road? Or did he get like inns? I don't know why I'm so like caught up in the details. It's just, it it well, sounds ludicrous to me. It is ludicrous and there are no fucking details. He just went uh, on a uh, 60 mile walk and apparently everyone's really cool about it. I want to spin off the 60 mile walk. And stuff <laughs> happened on that walk, you know. He came back with a child. Okay. I have questions. So, oh, is it like that thing when you go out, you're on your way to work or something and you see a dog in the road and you're like, obviously now I have to like sort this out. But now you've taken this extra responsibility. You end up being out a lot longer than you planned. So it was like, I only went out for a 10 minute stroll. And I met this child. I spent like the rest of 50 miles trying really. to figure out where to take it. I mean, they're kind of expecting him to take about three days. They're just like, oh, you're a couple hours later than I expected. <laughs> like, who's that? It's so weird. It's bizarre. So he returns home and he has this child with him. And um, so also... Can he be stealing children, Dad? It's weird. It is weird. So they all crowd around. and Gather around their old child. (laughs) Then he says, we crowded around and over Miss Kathy's head, I had a peep at a dirty, ragged, black-haired child, big big enough both to walk and talk. Indeed, its face looked older than Catherine's. Yet when it was set on its feet, it only stared round and repeated and... Repeated over Earnshaw again, some gibberish that nobody could understand. Right, rude. So clearly I'm guessing he's speaking a different language. Yeah. And they're just like, strange, imbecile child. Yeah, there's another point when, when, later are you? On, when they're like, when she's like, we don't take well to foreigners, Mr. Lockwood. And it's like, okay, racist. Like, that's not cool. We, what's the, um, uh, Royston Facey, League of Gentlemen thing. We only like local here. Literally. The, <laughs> literally, that is Wuthering Heights. It's so fucking creepy. Maybe it's based so, off. Um, maybe. But yeah, so, but Kathy and her brother Hindley are just like, okay, he brought a child. I believe I was promised a fiddle. As in like, <laughs> as in like a violin, not like yeah. fiddle the child. So, 
just to, mom, just to pass put it, it out round. <laughs> pass the kid round. Wow, it's that kind of book, is it? Oh, well, okay. oh no wonder he grew up having issues. Um, <laughs> but no. I so, believe I was promised a fiddle. <laughs> I believe I was promised a fiddle. But yeah, so Hindley, was it? I just like point out, Hindley's 14 at this point. He pulls out his um, new fiddle, but because, you know, um, his dad walked like 60 fucking miles with it yeah. and had a child as well, it got a bit, it got um, crushed. And so he throws oh. it on the floor and has a tantrum. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. And he bought um, Kathy a riding crop, but lost it along the way because he was like, well, I, I brought home a, a brother instead. And they're like, fuck the brother. We hate him. That we is, I think, pretty, pretty standard children. They're going to have feelings of abandonment anyway when you bring a new child into the house. Yeah. So, um, yeah, for you to be like, and where are our gifts, father? Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck them. Like, well, I have news for your father. Fuck you. It's... Oh, it's so bad. Like, so Mr. Earlshaw was basically like, look, I realise this is a bit weird that I've brought home a child. Basically. <laughs> I'm seeing it from your point of view now. Bit weird. <laughs> bit weird. Let me explain. Basically, I was out getting you guys your presents on my hike and I saw him on the street and it didn't belong to anyone. They also refer to him as it, which is a bit weird. And like, and I asked around and it didn't belong to anyone. So I thought, well, mm. I can't just leave it. I best just bring it home. And it's like, well, it's lucky Mr. Earnshaw isn't a paedophile, isn't it? Like... Lucky, yeah. Don't call him it. Why? Why it? <laughs> Literally, edit. So then, like everyone's like, oh, fair enough, fun. Yeah, and yeah. Mr. Ranshaw oh, makes sense to me. Yeah, and Mr. Ranshaw's like, so this is going to be. I'm going to treat him, treat it like my child. Starting mm. off by maybe I don't know, calling it by him, him um, or they, <laughs> if you don't want to assign a gender. <laughs> yeah, not it. But he says yeah. to Nelly, he's like, can you put him to bed with um, the children, basically? I'm a bit tired, as you might imagine, after my hike. <laughs> so I'm off. Yeah. Um, but both Kathy and Hindley refuse to have him in his in their room. Yeah. So, like, like through massive tantrums. And Nelly thinks he's pretty gross too, because she's like, ew, foreigner, ew. Ew, I'm actually very racist, gross, white supremacy. So she puts him in the hallway. Oh. I know. <laughs> and just leaves him there to go to sleep. I mean, I get there are no social services for you to take this child to. Fuck that rebellion any any today. But there Um, are also spare chambers. You live in a mansion, you pricks. Literally, I was going to say, so I understand them taking him in is like better than leaving him on the street. But (laughs) fucking hell, like basic minimum duty of care. Also, I'd just like to point out now, because in the last episode we said about how run down and terrible um, Wuthering Heights is. Under Mr. Earnshaw, it's actually like a, like, you know, it's not like the Ritz, Mm. but it's like a a nice kind of posh farmhouse level. Yeah well maintained mm. so it's a nice home at this point so that's not like there aren't other beds yeah why the hallway oh that's just, she's a prick and it's so, just straight up racism yeah literally but poor little child heathcliff he goes and finds mr earnshaw's room and curls up outside his room like a sad little dog because he's the only one that's kind to him oh i know and so then, when Mr. Earnshaw wakes up in the morning and like steps out and there's just a child on his doorstep, he's like, "What are you? What is? The, what is it doing here? And oh, why he, is it here? Literally, like I could have trodden on him. Why is it? Why is it not in a bed? Yeah. Um. And Nelly's like, "Oh, the kids didn't want it, so I just left it there." And so he's like, <laughs> "Nelly, mate, that's really not cool. I think you need to take some time off for being an utter bitch." <laughs> Literally, like, so you can't even be doing that to children. It's not really very nice. So yeah, Nelly sent away for a few days in disgrace. Because good, like, Nelly. Like, yeah, it's like you can't leave children in hallways. I think you need to go and learn not to be a bitch. Literally. <laughs> 
Like, you've been around my kids too long. They're having a bad effect on you. Literally. So when she returns, she learns that they've called the child Heathcliff. And they're like, oh, this name suit. Oh, yeah, Heathcliff was the name that was going to be given to Earnshaw's other child, but his wife miscarried and she died, and they were going to call that child Heathcliff. Gutted. Um, so now he's it's a pretty name. <laughs> it is an odd name, isn't it? But it's decided that Heathcliff suits him both as a first and last name. So he's like Madonna or Cher or Beyonce. Yeah. To be fair, uh, Sass Queen. I- Sass Queen. I was going to say, I actually know Beyonce's surname. I thought you were going to say, I actually know Beyonce. Like... I actually know Beyonce. She's not that sassy. She's quite humble. No. <laughs> um, um, I was going to say, I do know Beyonce's surname. What I don't it? know Cher Knowles. Oh, yeah. Is Beyonce yeah, her real name? I think so. Well, yeah, I think so. I think it is. Beyonce. I mean, come at me if I'm wrong, but I think it might be. Um, I like Cher when she's like, her, my mum told me to marry a wealthy man. And she's like, mother, I am a wealthy man. Yeah, exactly. Fuck you, mama. I don't need no man. Oh, my God, guys. I've been sharing some of this on Instagram. It would have been up uh, on our stories um, before now, but I'm sure I'll share more. Um, there's this Instagram account called um, Girly Mags or something. Oh, my Did God, you see? yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Like, it's, yeah, all like these mags from like the 90s. And do you remember when there used to just be massive sections on like, how to impress boys? What boys like best in girls? Yeah, and how used not to, re- to have um, a shadow on your upper lip? Like, Yeah, just, but just like literally then they'd have interviews with all these fucking incel boys. Like, personally, I like girls that are pretty and, you know, um, aren't too into their looks, but also like skinny. And, um, but, you know, eat whatever they want. Um, but I also, you know, want, want them sexy and be nice to me. Um, yeah, no one cares what you think, Craig. Fuck off. Like, no but we cares, did care. Craig, as if you're ever having sex. Exactly, but we did care. We were like, oh, Craig likes girls that um, are funny but not too loud. So, yeah, maybe I'll learn some jokes and then people will like me. Literally, like, <laughs> oh my, I'm so glad we've come past this point. It's like, no one gives a fuck about what boys think. Like, I know, can you imagine showing that to an 11 year old now? And they're like, well, Craig can get in the fucking seat. And you're like, yes. yes. I was trying to think of a girl's name, and the first thing that came into my head was celery. Was what? <laughs> celery. <laughs> Yes, celery. Marsh has um, clearly made the choice that we're going to become very famous with this podcast and she's already got her stupid celebrity kid name picked out. (laughs) This is celery. Celery. And that over there, that's Wimble. What a shit name is celery. Like, I'm a flavourless stick. (laughs) Uh, Refreshing. I I I mean, you do go very nicely in like, you know, a nice stew. Oh, you do. Or even thinly in a sandwich, but still. Yeah. Celery. Well done, celery. I mean, with humus. Oh, oh, yeah. I do Sorry. prefer a carrot. I do prefer a carrot or even cucumber. Yeah, over celery. But oh, anyway. I mean, if we're getting is this, I'd rather a crisp. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a pitta. Oh, no, a crisp. Oh, I like a pitta. Anyway, sorry, uh, guys. Sidetracked uh, by food yet again. <laughs> by celery. <laughs> Oops, I highlighted it, don't delete. Just catching up in my notes where we got to, lads. We'll jump right back into Wuthering Heights now. So, we start to learn a little bit more about Heathcliff's character as a child. And we learn that him and Kathy are really close friends, but that Hindley doesn't like Heathcliff. Um, Hindley doesn't like anyone. He's angry at himself. Yeah. Well, um, Hindley beats Heathcliff and hates him, and it's like, it's really not cool. No. um, Daddy, and because Daddy Earnshaw, Mr. Mm. Earnshaw, loves Heathcliff because he feels sorry for him and he's like, well, you're not an abusive, horrible cunt like my son, so mm. I've got a lot more so, going for you. 
Yeah, um, I actually kind of like you. Yeah, well, so Hindley's like is jealous of his father's affection for Heathcliff. Um, All he, he ever wanted was to be loved by his dad. <laughs> well, he shouldn't have been such a prick then, should he? Yeah, exactly. Uh, you can't love a prick, Hindley. Yeah. Oh, I'll go into something about that in a minute. Funny. Mm. Um, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Please share the joke, man. Uh, I'll just finish this a little bit. But Heathcliff is gross because he's really smart and he like manipulative. Uh. And there's like a point where um, uh, Daddy Anshaw buys them both horses, and yeah. but uh, um, what's I call him? Christoph. Heathcliff. Heathcliff. <laughs> Christoph is a really cute dog we know. Do you like? Do you think of Heathcliff as Christoph, just like this poor little puppy? As a child, yes, but then he grows up to be a real bastard. So uh, Christoph has his moments. <laughs> Christoph does. His moments. Christoph is so funny. Sorry, that was another little side note. I, I think remember... we need to catch the audience up with the sagas yeah. of Christoph. Uh, well, me and James, my my partner, looked after him. Um, about to say looked after Heathcliff. <laughs> Same person. Same person looked after Christoph last Christmas and Christoph and me had a special bond. Uh, Chucky. So speaking of dogs, Chucky's just walked in and is looking at me very expectantly. I'm Chucky's another doggy. Um, oh. She's come up to the bed. Hi, puppy. She's so, like, yeah. only one dog is discussed in this house. <laughs> Literally. Like, she came in <laughs> with such force. But yeah, so... Um, Christoph and me had a special bond and I remember one time him smacking James in the face for sitting next to me and I was like yeah. to be fair he is my boy yeah. <laughs> Christoph's your boy he's your he friend is. He's, he is my child and I feel pretty bad that I don't live with him anymore <laughs> anyway anyway so yeah um, um, Heathcliff is like to Hindley you have to give me your horse because yours is better and Hindley's like like fuck I will come here yeah, and let me you. smack you a little bit and he's like <laughs> yeah fair yeah, and he's like, well, if you don't, I'll tell your dad that you've been beating me and then you'll probably get like sent away to some like shit boarding school where idiots go because lol of you met you. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. But also, he was beating him, so it's just like, well, I'll just tell him the truth. Like, yeah, but it's like, you know, mani- like... It is manipulation. Of, yeah. But, like, lol. Be like, I could have that. told him already. Literally. So, yeah, he's a bit of a, like a smart little silent little demon child. Mm, it's kind of gross. Yeah. Mm. But um, while um, Daddy Earnshaw's alive, it's kind of like all right and stuff. But um, so Kathy is a really naughty child, like, and she winds everyone up. Like she she finds what makes people grumpy, and she picks and picks and picks at it all the time. Oh, she sounds like a fucking dick too. Her and oh Heath well, my god, together. Kathy is the worst. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mister Earnshaw is so savage. Yeah. Sometimes, like, because he does like sometimes she'll like calm down and she'll go to him after he's been after she's being naughty and everything and be like do you love me daddy and he's like alas kathy i could never love you you are a terrible child <laughs> that's amazing it's so funny who could ever love you you are the worst like please just go away kathy Please. No one likes you, least of all me. Yeah, sorry, I need to let my dog out because she came in while I spoke about another dog. And yeah, no. she's like, I'm just making sure that it's only podcast recording going on here. No other dog discussions. And now that's yeah, sorted. Off I go. Oh, bye, Chucky, I love you. Text me back, yeah? Right, we're back. Resettle. Resettle, resettle. Recalibrate. Checking, we're still recording. Yes, we're good. Yes, sir. Yep. Where did I get to? Oh yeah, 
but Mr. Hindley, not Mr. Hindley, sorry. Um, yeah. So Hindley goes off um, for a while, for like three years, goes off traveling to be when he's a bit older to like kind of get away from everyone. Um, so this is after the manipulation with the horse. He's not like, I yeah. don't want to be sent away. Well, joke, I'll go anyway. Yeah, so he's he's off. Um, mm. And so while Mr. Earnshaw's alive, things are kind of okay, you know. Yeah. Kathy's a prick and everything, mm. but her and Keith are like, are like the best of buds. Okay. And then one day, Mr. Earnshaw is sitting in his chair. Kathy's got her head in his lap. They're sitting by the fire. And he dies. And... Yeah. Oh, so sorry, she... it's a podcast. Uh, audible response. Oh. Yeah, and then Kathy kind of sits up like, Papa? 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 Literally. Papa, why you slump so in your chair? Pretty much. Papa. And then there's that kind of moment of like Nelly being like, Whoop, get the kids out, there's a dead body in here. <laughs> oh, and it suddenly got very macabre. Out you go, out you go. Out you go, out you go. So... Out, 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 out. Out, 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 out. So now Mr. Earnshaw's dead. And so Hindley comes back to kind of become... Master of the house. Master um, of the house. Always shoots a grouse. <laughs> but with him, he brings a wife. <gasps> and they didn't even get invited to the wedding. Rude. Yeah, a bit, bit weird. But she's really sweet. Like, everyone really likes her. Like, everything seems to just delight her. Like, you know, she's like, oh, a cart horse. Wonderful. Oh, a feather. How wonderful. Like, <laughs> Guys, if you haven't seen uh, Ghosts yet on yeah. the BBC, you need to watch it. She sounds like Kitty. Oh yeah, Kitty's sweet. Kitty, I can barely watch her because she's so cute. So <laughs> she makes me want to friends. Oh, she makes me want to cry. I, I love, love her Kitty. so much. So yeah, she's yeah. kind of like that, but um, but she's also like very like waif-like. Like she's like you know walking up the stairs, tires her out and stuff. She's she's not mm. a strong woman. She's <laughs> she's a frail one, as those Victorians she's a delicate, tend to be. Yeah, delicate flower. But um, now that Hindley's in charge, he says that Kathy and Heathcliff cannot be friends anymore. And <gasps> so he's like pushed Heathcliff out of Kathy's lessons. How old are Heathcliff and Kathy now? God, I got my th and f round the wrong way. How old are Heathcliff and Kathy <laughs> like eight, now? Eight, nine, ten, around nine, mm. ten kind of age. Wait, yeah. how old is Hindley? He's older, so he's probably like 18-ish, 19. He's a fair bit older. Okay, I suppose he can get married back then at that age. Yeah, because when he's 14, Kathy's still like five, so... Okay, so that's 10 years older. Yeah. All right, I'll allow it. <laughs> yeah, so he's probably, yeah, like 1920-ish. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so yeah, he's like, he pushes Heathcliff out of their lessons, um, but for the time, for that sort of time, um, there's, like, Kathy continues to, like, teach Heathcliff, like, everything, everything she's learning, so he's still kind of keeping up. Mm-hmm. But he's just becoming more and more downtrodden because Hindley's just like basically he's like you're not part of this family you're a servant at the best. Well, he's not because Lol Joe does he have a job as a servant? Like, he is lives. he kind of a state? Yeah, is, does he kind of do stable duties? I seem to well, remember. Well, he does kind of now, but he was raised as their brother. <laughs> That's what I mean. Be like, so when he was like, "You're a servant," Lol Joe, what's my servant duty in the stable? Oh, fucking touche! Oh, <laughs> in the stable with that horse you like so much. Like, <laughs> Touche, Hindley man. Touche, Hindley. I did not see them coming to bite me in the ass so much. uh, (laughs) Well, you know, that ass really bit me in the ass. That bit me. You've gotten a lot quicker since you've been off traveling. It's really (laughs) made you the man you are. Just that moment of like, oh, well, I guess I'll go to the staple then. Yeah, with my horse. If you would. If you would. (laughs) Um, 
but yeah, Kathy and Hindley, not Hindley, Heathcliff. Hindley, Heathcliff are still being like best of buds. Yeah. Um, and but they they like they basically like wild children. They like run wild on the moors, barefoot yeah. and scallywags. Heathens. Um, I know it's terrible. And one day, Nellie is waiting up for them um, till way past dinner time, and it gets dark. And then suddenly Heathcliff comes in, looking very tired, and she's like. Mm-hmm. Where the hell have you been? And where is Kathy? And he's like, Oh yeah. my god, the day we just had Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, Nelly, pour us a blue. I'll take you through. <laughs> I'll take you through what we've been up to. So, so um, the Grange, which is where Mister Lockwood, our yeah, main is now renting, is now renting. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, so it's called the Grange, and at this point, it's owned by a family called the Lintons, who mm-hmm. are a bit snobby and a bit posh and a bit la di da. And so. Uh, Heathcliff and Kathy is about like five miles away have run yeah. over to their house and have been like pulling faces at the children who live there through the window because hilarious <laughs> it's so pure because they're kind of like but to be like heathens like and what did you do we pulled faces at the children <laughs> but it's like in the way it's written it's like oh exactly like at the time that would be like a really abhorrent thing to do i suppose now if you were to recreate those characters in a film it would show them like shooting pigeons or something and like poking the dead bodies yeah literally like but i suppose back then they did just shoot pigeons and that was kind of normal truth (laughs) pulling faces at other children disgusting but then these nice children do you know what they Mm. do Mm. they're frightened so they set their bulldog on them Okay, I really thought you were going to say they set their bulldog on fire. So, <laughs> by comparison. Okay, let me recalibrate. Set the bulldog on them. Okay, fair enough. So Heathcliff and Kathy are running off, but it catches mm. Kathy's ankle, and so she tells Heathcliff to go. Um, Leave me! Save yourself! <laughs> Save yourself! It has me by the ankle! <laughs> so Heathcliff goes home, and, Ka- and so Nellie's like, you left Kathy there with her ankle in half. She did tell me to go, but I think we should probably go back and get her. Like, yeah, you, you think? Heathcliff, you fucking cunt. <laughs> so he's you just like, left your mate, your best mate. I know, he's a little prick. I mean, he does want to go back, but he's like, I probably need some support. <laughs> he's midway through the brew. He's got a sandwich. Like, I mean, yeah, but now I'm, I'm satiated. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Let's go get her. Yeah. Um, so yeah, N- um, Nellie and Heathcliff head over to the Grange. And yeah. when they get there, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, um, Linton are a bit like, well, the ordeal that we have seen, it's its really, it's quite disgusting. So they're like, is, um, is Catherine right? And they're like, oh, she's fine, she's sitting up on the sure. sofa. Um, like, she's like, you know, made herself quite at home on the sofa and everything. But they're like, her manners are abysmal for a lady Ooh. from a woman of her stature. Like, Ooh. yeah. She um, is unpolished. Yeah, like she is a wild child, and that is unacceptable. Um, but because her ankle's a bit, a bit fucked, sorry about that. Um, <laughs> we're gonna keep her here for a while to like train her to be a proper woman. Um, and everything. Yeah, like groom her much. And... Can you imagine if that happened now? If like your kid had like gotten hurt in your neighbour's garden, you went round to get them, like I will keep her and groom her. Uh, Lit- no, you're fucking warned. Like no, I'll be taking her home now, you freak. Um, yeah. The thing is, Nelly's sort of like fair enough, and Heathcliff is like, no, you're not. Like I'm not leaving without Kathy. And they're like, um, I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> Literally, and Nelly's like, stop it, you horror child. Like they're doing her a nice favour, like. <laughs> I 
I'm sure about this. I see red flags. <laughs> but yeah, and that, and so he's like, I'm not leaving without um, Heathcliff. And they're like, well, we're not taking him in. He's gross. He's like a little gypsy yeah. is what they call him. And you're like, guys, oh. guys, it's not guys, cool. Guys, come on. It's not Wow. Cool. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, so yeah, they, they're like, did we not mention? She's also hanging out with him. And so we're getting vibes that she's not actually racist. But she said a few kind of untoward things. So we think we can hone the full racist in her. Literally. <laughs> so, um... So yeah, they they keep her for five weeks. <laughs> this is a really right. long time, and she comes yeah. back just before Christmas. And like, so she's probably bearing in mind she's she's like yeah, like nine ten. Like she's not. She's very just old. been brainwashed for five weeks, literally. Ooh. But when she comes home, she you knows she's got all these beautiful curls, a very elegant dress, and everything. <laughs> I'm a lady. Um. And you know, like, because you have to sexualize children, apparently, and make yeah, them yeah. sexy. Mm. Um. And yeah, like so now, so now she's all stopped running around and everything. So she's all like transformed, and she's a real beauty now. She's very nice, and she's all very posh. And um, it says she pulled off her gloves and displayed fingers wonderfully white with doing nothing and staying indoors. Ah, yes, nothing nicer than a woman who does nothing. Yeah, literally, like she does not speak up to me. She does not raise a finger. She's she sits... just a pretty object I like to look at and touch. If you look at Hindley's wife, she's the perfect example. She can't even walk up the stairs. She'll be dead soon. What a lady. What a wonderful woman. Pretty much. <laughs> um, so, yeah, both Hindley and um, Miss his wife, because mm. I don't think we ever learned her name. <laughs> no, not like remember. <laughs> um, Probably not. Uh, is that she, they're hoping that their time in part will have, like, caused a rift between Heathcliff and Cathy and everything. But yeah. she's been home, like, two Oh, like... absence makes the heart grow oh, fonder. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So, 30 seconds, she's in the door. She's like, where's Heathcliff? And they're like... Where's Heathcliff? I'm frothing to for a Heathcliff. <laughs> yeah, like, and they're like, um, you really want to see Heathcliff? And she's like, yes, I want to see Heathcliff. And mm-hmm. Hindley's like, fine, Heathcliff. You may say hello to Miss Cathy as the other servants have. And so... And in her absence, because you know, Kathy's I just—I kind of... was going to say "fuck off." That's way harsh. But then I imagine treating you that way, and it was quite funny. <laughs> pretty funny. That's the thing. It's like savage, hilarious. It's so savage. You may say hello to Father Katie like the other servants do. We don't have servants, exactly. Fuck off. Exactly. Fuck off. <laughs> Accurate. I mean, that's the thing. Hindley is kind of hilarious. <laughs> yeah, but definitely very bad. Something so sassy. Something so sassy. It makes me laugh. So. <laughs> Heathcliff comes out and like in Kathy's absence he's been even more ne- neglected and abused because mm. like Nellie says like the only one who showed him any kindness was me telling him to wash once a week and it's like Nellie this is the bare minimum <laughs> this is less than the bare minimum that's not nice so he's just like everyone's so mean uh, Nellie comes out Heathcliff yes Nellie have a bath <laughs> you fucking stink oh. she's like that was nice of me wasn't it that's nice <laughs> keeping him clean what about keeping him fed Nelly like no no kind of stinking brings down the tone of the house literally so it's like Nelly's painting herself in this great light it's like you're a terrible person Nelly because she's telling the story so it's like was Nelly the one that got sent away for being a bitch for a little bit yeah. I think she needs to go back away <laughs> she was now Hindley's in charge so he's like she's doing, she's doing fine yeah <laughs> his dad like she needs a break. We call it a bitch break. We call it a bitch break. Sometimes we work her too hard and the bitch comes out. She needs yeah. a little reset. <laughs> yeah. Don't like to let her go, but yeah, just a little break. Yeah. And so, he's just like, work harder, be a bigger bitch. Be a bigger bitch. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, so when Kathy sees Heathcliff, she doesn't, um, 
she's she's obviously you know seeing that her friend has been abused and neglected she's clearly very understanding and sensitive about this why yeah. how very black and cross you look and how funny and grim but though um but that's because i'm used to edgar and isabella linton well heathcliff have you forgotten me <laughs> So basically, you're well grubby and gross. I've been hanging out with nice people who look who clean. You're disgusting. Do you not remember me? Like, I can't I believe like, I missed you. Yeah, exactly. Like, I missed a nice girl who was manipulative and shitty, but hey, you know, one of the club, um, uh, who was my friend. I didn't expect to get this bitch back. <laughs> Literally. And so he's like, I'm off then because yeah. clearly you're a massive bitch. Yeah. And she's like, Although what? the only thing I was hanging out here was to see my mate again. Have you seen her? Have you seen her anywhere? <laughs> yeah, he starts like heading out to the stables to his favourite horse. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I, I have to... in this world is my horse. <laughs> and I got in my horsey. Um, I don't know if the horse is still in it. I don't really mention it. <laughs> I bet Hindley sold it for glue. But he did. Sounds like but he did. did. Probably. Yeah. So yeah, he, so, he goes to leave and Cathy's like, no! and she grabs him by the hand being like no Heathcliff stay but then she like lets go at him and like checks her hand and her dress to make sure he hasn't dirtied it and so he's like yeah such a savage he's like I'm going yeah I'll be off yeah so it's so it's Christmas um and so yeah so it's just coming up to Christmas and so Heathcliff is feeling all downtrodden and everything but him and Kathy have maintained their friendship but Kathy's also maintained her friendship with Edgar and Isabella Linton who were the children at the Linton household yes. um, and on Christmas they're going over to see them for a bit and then they're coming back over to Wuthering Heights and that sounds like a nice day it does and yeah. you know Hindley and his wife are going too and everything it's gonna be lovely, oh, no, lovely. no one thought to invite um, Heathcliff well Cathy did think to invite Heathcliff, but then Mrs. Linton requested that her children be kept away from the naughty swearing boy. Mm. So Heathcliff is pushed further and further away from Cathy, and he's just basically being very sad and neglected on Christmas Day because no one's hanging out with him. And so Nellie goes to him being like, when they come home, you know, you should have dinner with them and, like, you know, be smile at everyone and be nice. And he's like, nah. They don't like uh, me. I'm gonna say no. <laughs> and he's like, nah, because um they're all horrid to me. So yeah. no, poor little Heathcliff. Um mm, sad. and he doesn't like um Edgar Linton because he feels that he's really taken it because he's he's a little prick in the first place anyway. But he's like feels like he's taken Kathy away from him. Yeah. And he's saying that how he'd like to to hit him and everything. And um uh, uh, I'd like on. to punch him. Yeah, and then <laughs> he says but Nelly, if I knocked him down 20 times, they wouldn't make him less handsome or me more so. I wish I had light hair and a fair skin and was dressed and behaved as well and had a chance of being as rich as he will be. Oh! Poor child. Poor Systematic poor child. racism, keeping him downtrodden. Literally. And like, oh, it's just, this yeah. This is like, why we need such... to smash the systems guys literally and it's it's just like such racism because like that's the thing like everyone hates heathcliff because he's not white like that's it's... not a reason yo literally so um what's her face nelly tries to comfort him being by basically being like well you might never be as rich as he is but at least you but you know at least you can like you know carry a sack and stuff and you know you don't cry every time your mum leaves town like yeah. at, at least one's a good one yeah at least you're not a little bitch <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And I should know. I've been to Bitch Club many times. I've been there. I've been there. You, you were not one of those. Yeah. But then she comes out with this line. Oh. And I feel like we need to put a racism warning on this episode. It's awful. Um, a good heart will help you to a bonny face, my lad. 
If you were a regular black and a bad one will turn the bonniest into something worse than ugly. Bonniest into something worse? Right. Wow. If you were a regular black. If you were a regular black. Wow. That is, so that again, is quite something. Unacceptable. Yep. Awful. Um, but yeah, for some reason this cheers Heathcliff up and because Nelly like then sort of like she gives him a bath and everything. She like scrubs him up and like washes it's his like hair. It's like people are so like downtrodden within like, you know, racist constructs and they believe it themselves and like, yeah. at least you're not like the rest of those blacks. Like, oh yeah, yeah, that, I, I agree. And you're Literally. like, for fuck's sake, it's like awful. brainwashed everyone. So yeah, like it's awful. But then like, so she gives him a bath, she gets him cleaned up and she's saying like, you know, we'll get you all scrubbed up. You'll have a nice Christmas and everything. And by the end of it, he's smiling and everything. Mm. Just as um, a carriage pulls in with um, Isabel and Edgar Linton, Kathy and Mr. and Mrs. Earnshaw. Mm. Hindley Earnshaw, because I thought I was dead. Um, and so he comes, so Heathcliff comes running down to greet them, like menu to greet Kathy, but to be like, can, yeah. I, Chris, can I have Christmas dinner yeah. with you and everything? Could I eat? Please? Please, can I be a part of the family? Um, I know, it's so brutal. Which I was brought up within. Hi, sister. Hi, brother. Fuck off. Yeah, hi, sister. Hi, brother. Sister, I well fancy you. Like, yeah, so exactly. Gross. Like, we have uh, crossed that dynamic a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he comes running down and he bumps into Hindley first and he says, Be gone, you, be gone, you vagabond. What are you attempting the um, coxcomb, are you? Wait till I get hold of those elegant locks. See if I were, won't pull them a bit longer. And then little L- Linton sticks his head round the door and goes, They are long enough already. I wonder they don't make his headache. It's like a colt's mane over his eyes. Aww. And it's like, I just had a bath. I put on my best outfit. I brushed my lovely curls, and y'all just being so rude. I'm not down for it. They're jealous of his curls. Literally. So, and then Nellie's like, obviously, Mr. Linton didn't mean this to be mean, and it's like, yeah, he did. He's oh, yeah, he's a little bitch. Um, yeah. But like, yeah, Heathcliff um, reacts violently to things, mm. so he throws a pot of um, boiling hot applesauce at his face. At the Linton boy's face. Yeah. Lol, I bet he's not so pretty now, to be fair. To be fair. Funny. And so obviously he's screaming and crying, um, which makes his sister scream and cry. And Kathy's yeah. there like, well, this is a bit awkward, isn't it? Oh, that's all escalated. <laughs> and, yeah, and so Isabel Linton is like, I want to go home. I hate it. Um, uh, and Nellie's like scrubbing Edgar Linton clean, but she scrubs him quite hard because she's like, you are a little bitch. Like, so, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. You're going to get a battering. Gonna I love when we read these books as well. We just kind of like fall in line with what like, the standards were back then. And he was being a bitch. So she did like, you know, scrub him raw to teach him a lesson. Yeah, I would. I would. I would. I would. <laughs> just like it lines you up with certain characters, doesn't it? Like, I mean, we're yeah. not going to be aligned with Heathcliff later, I can tell you. But right oh. now you're like, poor Heathcliff. Yeah, you are. Well, they are being dicks. They are being dicks. And yeah. so, Kat, but Kathy's kind of on Heathcliff's side with it. She's like, "Don't mm. cry. You're not killed. Don't make more mischief. My brother is coming. Be quiet, and give over, <laughs> so Isabella." So that's my line. Well, did you die? <laughs> Literally, no. it's like you're then not shut dead. Up. <laughs> Literally, and then she's like, "Give over, Isabel. Has anyone hurt you?" Yeah. Like, to be shut fair, out, Kathy. Tell her how it is. Yeah. So, but mean. Um. Mm. So yeah, Lind. Um. 
Hindley makes Heathcliff spend Christmas locked up upstairs away from everyone. I hate Hindley! I know, it's so mean. Like, he's not allowed any of the celebrations, any of the food. And Kathy does sneak off at one point to go sit with him. But then obviously her company's missed and they're like, Kathy, where are you? And she's like, oh, if they catch me up here with you, it'll be even worse for you. So I best go. Oh. Um, so then at the end Did of the Did she night- at least bring him a snack? Don't think she did, bitch. Kathy, you bitch! <laughs> but then at the end of the night, when everyone's gone to bed, um, Nellie goes and gets him and sits him by the fire and gets him some food. Yeah. It's just like, you're so mean. He's yeah. literally a child. And so but the whole time that Nellie's like sorting him out, he's like, I'm going to have my revenge on, on Hindley. I will have oh. my revenge. I don't care I how long to... I wait, but I will have it. I will have it. I was thinking up there like, there is a castle on a cloud. But really, he's like, what's another song? He's like, kill them, kill them dead. <laughs> it's a revenge party. Yeah. A party a that ends. ends. Everybody's head on a spike. Like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, hi, Kathy. Oh, hi, Kathy. How's it going down there? That uh, sounded like a, a little tune. No, no tune here. No, I'm, I'm just so, singing. There is a Revenge party! Party! <laughs> Guys, you don't know that reference? You can't listen to the Mean Girls musical soundtrack. You can't listen to all musicals. <laughs> so, yeah, um, and now we're going to have a time jump. Ooh! Like a couple years or so. I thought you were going to say we're going to have an interval. I'm like, Katie, we don't do that. I can't be bothered to stop recording and start again. <laughs> no, a little time jump. Um, so, a little boy. Um, is born to Hindley and his wife, a little boy. And Ellie, Ellie, Nellie, she is sometimes called Ellie. It is Nellie. confusing. That's another of thing. Of course. Yeah. Of course she is, of course. And sometimes she's called Eleanor. Ugh. Annoying. I know, right? So she um, is delighted because she's like the kind of nurse to the little boy and everything. Mm. And the child is named Hareton Earnshaw. Pretty. <laughs> but we've met Hareton, haven't we? Oh, see the one at the house at the beginning? Yeah. Oh, oh Hareton. And he was a brute. He was a brute. So that's yeah. little Hareton Earnshore. Ooh, Hareton. Yeah, you're trying to like make an insinuation like we've met this, and I'm just like, uh, pretty. It's a great name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Strong. Not all is happy though, because Mrs. Earnshaw does die, and it's kind of savage because. <laughs> so she's like that's lying... Hindley's wife, yeah. Yeah, Mrs. Earnshaw. Yeah, yeah Hindley's wife. She yeah. dies, but she's like lying in bed for weeks, just getting weaker and weaker after her oh, son's born. Up. And eventually, and like, because her uh, Hindley loves his wife, so he's like doting on her every day and night. Um, and the doctor's just sort of like, "Look, mate, I'll be, I'll be honest with you, she's not going to get better, so you might as well stop." Oh, like, like, well, she's going to die, so you might as well let her die alone. Yeah, like you might as well like go on and enjoy your life. Like she's not going to grow old with you. You want to sit with your wife in her dying moments and comfort her through to the other realm. What's in that for you, mate? Oh, you make a valid point. Yeah, but he does stay with her. Okay, good. Yeah, I know, he does stay with her. But But it's it's kind of presented like, what a great guy. He didn't let the wife he loved die on her own. Pretty much, yeah. Like, (laughs) oh, how romantic. Like, bare minimum. Bare minimum. (laughs) Literally. So, and from her death, Hindley becomes even more tyrannical and deranged Mm. and horrible to Heathcliff. Yeah. Um, So, Cathy is now 15 years old, Heathcliff 16, and throughout these years, she has maintained her friendship with the Lintons and with Heathcliff. Um, Heathcliff, though, has the rift between him and Cathy, like, has grown. Like, they're still best friends, Mm. but... um, They've drifted. 
they, they're very different people now like she's yeah. a lady she's carried on with her education she's also a mm. massive prick yeah um, she's yeah, that's she's basically grown... what they're training her to be yeah i mean well she's grown up to be very beautiful mm. and um she's she's grown up to be very beautiful but she's also really arrogant and just not a very nice person. Mm. Um, and Nellie's like, I must admit, I did not like her. <laughs> she, <laughs> she was a, was bi- a bitch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because Heathcliff hasn't been getting ed- an education, he's mm. just been getting more and more like distance from Kathy in that respect. And he is described as... Yeah. Then personal appearance sympathised with mental deterioration. He acquired a slouching gait, an ignoble look. His naturally reserved disposition was exaggerated into an almost idiotic excess of unsociable moroseness. And he took a grim pleasure, apparently, and ex- as exciting the aversion rather than the esteem of his few acquaintances. So he'd rather well, be like considered gross than, like you know, yeah. try for his friends. His friends. Like, I think like. Heathcliff, you've let yourself go a bit. I know. <laughs> I know. And it's just like, hot. I can really see why Kathy's into you. Yeah, he's a hunchback. Yeah, he's oh, really that's gross. Like a very ableist of me. Um, you bitch. But, but yeah. It, yeah, so he's all gross and everything. Well, it's not all about looks, but it doesn't sound like he's got a personality to go with it. Well, oh, no, he's so. really, he's like really stupid as well. Like, because he just hasn't been, have, well, it's not his fault. Like, he hasn't been having any education. Like, they've been keeping yeah. him pretty downtrodden. So it's not his fault he doesn't know anything. Yeah. But, yeah, um, but yeah. So at the same time, Linton. To be honest, he's been pretty savagely treated. <laughs> treated. That's a good one. Treated, treated his whole life. Yeah, it's um, pretty accurate. Like. Yeah, and they're like, and he didn't grow up to be a gentleman. Like, how unbecoming of him. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. Yeah. So. Linton, Edgar Linton has grown up to be though, like, you know, he's very, very quite slim and proper and everything, but he's got these nice big rosy cheeks and everything. <laughs> and this is basically like a little doll, but very yeah. pretty. And um, so one day, Kathy is waiting at home at Wuthering Heights for Linton to come and visit. When Heathcliff is like, you know, you spend like no time with me. I thought we were best friends. And she's like, get a grip, I have other friends, unlike you. Yeah, I'm allowed other friends, Heathcliff. Yeah, so they have a bit of a falling out because he's like, oh, Heathcliff's really weird. He's like, you see this calendar? The crosses Hmm. are for the days you spend with Linton and the circles are for the days you spend with me. See how few circles there are, Kathy. Are you monitoring when I take a shit as well? Literally. Get over yourself. Meet other people. Literally. Like, it's really gross. They have a little, like, spat and everything. And so when Hindley does... Mm. Not Hindley, sorry. When um, Edgar Linton does arrive, she's Mm. a bit like, oh, um, hi, Edgar. How's it going? Yeah, a bit flustered. uh, And he's like, are you you okay? Like, do you want... Am I early? Do you you want me to come back in a bit? And she's like, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. No worries. Come Mm. in. Um, And he's like, okay, cool. Um, you good? <laughs> and at that moment, Nellie comes in um, with her like sewing and everything, and Kathy's like, "Hi, Nellie." Um, anyway, Linton's here, so if you could mm. leave, and she's like, "No, no, no, I'll make myself busy in here," because mm. Hindley has kind of seen that you know they're being, they think those two have been getting close, and he's like, "Don't let them be alone together. They can't be unchaperoned." <laughs> so um, yeah, Nellie settles herself down, and Kathy's quite as like still pissed off about her spat with um. Yeah. With Heathcliff. So she's she's like, raging. She's raging. So she's just like, Nelly, fuck off. And they're mm. trying to be nice about it. Like, you know, trying to be like, Nelly, won't you leave, please? And yeah. Nelly's like, no, I'm going to sit here. 
And yeah. um, so then Nelly goes on to God, say... God, you're such a cock blocker, Nelly. Literally. And so Nelly goes on to say, She, supposing Edgar could not see her, snatched the cloth from my hand and pinched me with a prolonged wrench very spitefully on my arm. I said I do not love hey. her and rather relished mortifying her vanity now and then, now and then. Besides, she hurt, she hurt me extremely. So I started up from my knees and screamed out, Ow, miss, that's a, that's a nasty trick. You have no right to nip me and I'm not going to bear it. To which Cathy replies, I didn't touch you, you lying creature. Her fingers tingled to repeat the act um, and her ears red with rage. She never she never had power to conceal her passion. It always set her whole complexion in a blaze. She stamped her foot, wave, wavered a moment, and then, irresistibly, em- impelled by the naughty spirit within her, slapped me on the cheek, a stinging blow that filled my eyes with tears. No, um, Kathy, stop hitting people, you weirdo. Kathy, you can't physically attack people. <laughs> Kathy, what the? She just like invited this person around to beat them up. Literally, like. <laughs> so Kathy, as... I thought you were a lady in inverted. <laughs> Literally, uh, so as, as you might marks. imagine, Edgar's a little startled. Yeah, I'm startled. <laughs> He's like, Kathy, Kathy, leave her alone. Stop it. Stop hitting her. Stop it, you weirdo. I don't want you here. Ah, is me hitting her. Literally. So Edgar's obviously a little bit like, okay, now. So after he's like, Kathy, please stop. And she's like, I'm not doing anything. And he's like, okay, but. Oh, I, I have fucking eyes. Like, I literally just saw you attack her. So, like, lol, mate, you did. And she's like, yeah, no, Edgar, stay. Let's have a nice conversation. And he's like, you can't I ruin think... the move, you freak. The yeah, mood. that's the thing. He's like, I think I'm going to go home, actually. You're really fucked up. And she's like, I'm no! So she goes and grabs him and pulls him back. Like, you can't leave me now. You have to stay. And he's like, no, Kathy. Grabby in life. Grabby as a ghost. She wouldn't let go of Mr. Yeah, what she's his face either. Grabby, isn't she? Yeah, stop being so grabby. <laughs> stop being so grabby. But yeah, so he's like, no, I'm going. You're really scary. And so then she says to him, she, like, she started like screaming, being like, if you leave me now, I will cry until I am sick and then you will be responsible for my sickness. And it's like, all right, If you leave me now, I'll cry until I'm sick and you'll be responsible for my sickness. <laughs> and then she's like, well, okay, I mean, if you're going to make it a musical, I guess that's it. <laughs> I'll come in. I won't leave you now. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Well, there you go. Sing. Yeah. It makes it all better. <laughs> but that's the thing. She's so abusive and manipulative. Yeah. Like, if you leave me, I will vomit everywhere and it will all be your fault. And I, I, will, I won't stop crying until I die. Fucking hell. <laughs> Literally. So, yeah, he stays. Nelly goes off because she's like, fuck them both. They're He's both like, weird. Well, die about it jesus i'll stay fucking hell so after this after the quarrel though the two become even closer nothing like manipulation and abuse to brew romance yeah exactly like and then i realized she could control my every move and i am a bit of a sup and she's definitely my dom (laughs) and this uh, nelly says I saw the quarrel had merely affected a closer intimacy, intimacy. Had, broken, had broken the outworks of youthful timidity and enabled them to forsake the disguise of friendship and confess themselves lovers. That's it. He, she's shown her dark side and he's like, oh, you're, you're a bit kinky, aren't you? And she's like, I'm all kink. And he's like, oh, fucking right then. <laughs> oh, fucking right then. I'm good to go. Yeah, smack me. Put your cigarette out of my nipples. <laughs> so we have just learned that he's... A sub, she's a dom. Yep. They're 15, 
And they're into it. Oh, they are into it. <laughs> Kathy's already displaying worrying signs of abuse and manipulation and just like physical abuse as well. She's not a Signs of becoming people. an actual serial killer. Yeah, so that's Kathy's yeah. heading. Heathcliff's Heathcliff is fucked off because he's like she doesn't look she's not into me so I'm not into yeah. this. Heathcliff has I feel is a creature of the way he was brought up and um you're not going to not... feel that next episode. Well, I do kind of feel you can still attribute it to the way he's been brought up and he's turning into a wrong un. He's got OCD. He's very obsessed with her schedule. <laughs> yeah, it's like why are you stalking me? <laughs> yeah. Why are you so obsessed with me? <laughs> why is Kathy our dog Tilly? Yeah, she is. Anyone that's flouncy and thinks a lot of themselves are dog Tilly. <laughs> but Tilly isn't manipulative and abusive. Isn't she? <laughs> she's funny. One, She's obsessed with um, things that go on our mum's head. <laughs> like mum's hats and stuff. And one time she waited for mum to fall asleep in the armchair and slowly crept along and l- tenderly reached out and pulled mum's hat off and went onto the carpet and started ripping it up. And the mum woke up and saw her on the carpet with a hat and she was like, oh, there must be an old hat. Good job she doesn't have my new hat because it's on my head. Hey! <laughs> oh, Tilly. Oh, Tilly. Yeah, yeah, little bitch. She is, she is, she is. I think on that note, we might leave it there for today. Yeah, seems like a good time. Ready to see what happens next week with our young lovers and our abused child. Oh, do you want me to do the plugs? I have them written out here for something (gasps) else. Are we ready for this, listeners? This week, Marsha shall be doing the plugs. Over to you. I don't think I've done... I think in the early days, we used to kind of split them a bit, but I don't think I would have done them since like literally episode three or something. Go on then, see what you like. See what you like. Go on then, go on then. Go on. <clears throat> Follow us. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> Follow us. Follow us. Please. <laughs> if you've liked what you've heard here today, we are on pretty much all the social media platforms. Yeah. So if you search on Classical on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, maybe if it's not coming up through a podcast in there, but we should come up under Unclassical. As we said last time, it is a made up word, so there aren't many of us. Yeah, Apart many. from on Facebook, there's some fucking unclassical people on there, but I don't think they do much. Anyway, ignore You'll figure them. it out. Come to us. Uh, if you want to drop us an email, I'm, I'm sure we've flagged things today that are, are wrong and you want to tell us off straight to our faces via an email, so not to our face at all. You can reach us on email.unclassical at gmail.com. And if you've really liked what you've heard here today and you would like to hear even more of us in the future, you can go over to our Patreon. Best way to do that is just Google Patreon and put Unclassical and then the page will be just at the top. And uh, yeah, and then it's all explained on there. We've got different tiers you can join and there's some fun stuff on there. So check it all out, Wabs. Thank you, Marsh, for that wonderful oh, plug. You're welcome, Kitty. You're welcome. Feel like I could have a break. <laughs> have a little breather. Absorb the horrors of yeah. Wuthering Heights. All, all of the abuse. Yeah, <laughs> sweet, sweet abuse. Well, we'll see you uh, next time, guys, for even more abuse. See you soon. Bye. Bye. For fuck's sake. Bye.